0: Hi, and welcome to season three, episode 11 of the Next Dimension podcast, your podcast that's all about VR and in the future also about AR. And here with me, it's Tatiana from Disco VR. Tatiana, how are you doing today? Hi, it's a beautiful morning uh, here in the US. So nice to see you. It's
1: uh, the first time we're trying the new time zone.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) we'll see how it goes. How well, are you doing? We're still on the on the same time zones but on a different timing, I would say, right? So yeah, yeah, I'm also doing good. So we changed the timing a bit. For you, it's now eight o'clock in the morning, and for me it's 10 p.m. in the evening. So, yep, just about the right time to still do some content together. And yeah, I hope that um we still got some some viewers. Yeah, <laughs> less than <laughs> normally right now. <laughs> People are still sleeping, probably. But, anyways, hopefully during the course of the show, more people will join us. So tell all your friends about this show, all of your VR friends, and share the link right now. Yep, I'm also doing really good, even though it was uh, a slower VR Newsweek, but still we have some exciting topics to talk about, and I'm looking forward to that. First of all, for all of you outside there who have not yet heard about the show, this is a podcast that is all about VR and AR. We are live normally yeah every uh, every saturday but now the, the times have changed a bit so this should be 3 p.m berlin 2 p.m london um 10 p.m taipei um three p- uh, uh no eight eight a.m in where, where are you in austin central in, 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 central, in central central time. and what time is it in uh, in uh, pacific now Probably six a.m. or it's
1: six a.m.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, um, but Only New for York the is
1: nice. New York is Are... has a lovely morning.
0: All right, perfect. Yeah. What a what a what a sweet morning to start with some XR news. That's cool. I like it. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, we good morning. Good morning show. Yeah. yeah. Good, morning, <laughs> <laughs> good morning, America. Good morning, America. Here I have my bubble tea here. I love it. Which which suits Taiwan, of
1: course.
0: <laughs> Have mm. I both I'm hydrating
1: with coffee and water? Everything. Mm,
0: perfect. Yeah. So good morning, America. Let's do this. So for all of you out there, you can also listen to this as an audio podcast. Of course, we are everywhere where you can find podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Alexa. And if you enjoy this podcast, and hopefully you do, we would be super glad if you could give this a five-star review on iTunes, for example. So get out your iPhone, get out your iPad, find the podcast app, which is pre-installed there, and absolutely find the show and give us a five-star review. That would be super sweet. So that's the best way to say thank you. Thanks for doing the show and talking about our favorite hobby out there. For some, even a job like for us, the hobby that's kind of consuming <laughs> our lives. So, yeah, it, it does also, absolutely consume more lot, but that's a good thing, right?
1: Yeah, and even though it's because earlier, it's we exciting. hope that people, people who normally watch it at you know later time they'll just watch it, you know, the recording. Uh-huh. So, they're still, they're still yeah, exactly. Able
0: to enjoy it. I think, I think, yes. So, that's good. Hello to the Yeah. <laughs> Hello there. If you're listening to this, you can also watch us live, but earlier. Yeah. So today we are going to talk about some interesting, exciting topics. As always, we are going to talk about a new SideQuest project. And Tatiana you're working at SideQuest next to doing your own um, channel, of course, Disco VR that everyone must check out, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's it's called Banter. And it is a 3D world that we can all build ourselves, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Is it, it's, what, what, it, what it is? What is it?
1: Well, it is, is like it? A, a, believe it or not, it's a social platform created by the SideQuest team. So this Perfect. is really exciting. That sounds, is,
0: that sounds good. I yeah, already it's like it better of, than Horizon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does look really cool. Like You can create okay. some pretty amazing stuff there that looks just beautiful and i've i've you know delved in horizon Worlds, and i was uh, like seeing what's out there it's all of course is about socialization and experiences but a lot of people criticize it for like extremely poor graphics because it tried to i guess optimize it to make it you know more like fitting for more uh larger groups of people but it's not even working outside of the us so that's a bummer and I, i
0: I have never tried it. I had never had the chance to try it. So, yeah, it it
1: would be fun. It can be fun. Like it's people who spent like days and days in Horizon Worlds they discover some pretty cool stuff. But uh, um, can I talk about banter? Or are we like not yet, not yet. We're still in
0: we're still in the early we're still in the in the the phase.
1: Well, oh yeah, let's, but let's I see you're let's excited about it. Season.
0: Yeah so so we will talk about this new social world called banter made by the sideQuest um, team. Then we are going to talk more about haptics. Tatiana has checked out some interesting haptic devices and we will get into that topic for a moment or for a while and then we'll talk about, The Apple headset, it is going to happen. This year, the Apple Reality Pro is going to hit stores. And um, yeah, wow. We got some interesting news to cover about it. And we'll get into the device and find out who is it for and what we think about it. And if it could be a huge impact for VR or probably not. We'll find out during this show. So you must stay tuned. Then, of course, also, we'll talk about the PSVR, probably the most exciting topic in vr right now it is going to happen really soon less than a month away before the playstation vr 2 is going to hit shelves worldwide oh my goodness yes (laughs) i'm so looking forward to it this is going to make a huge impact on vr i'm pretty sure about it and we're going to have a look at the lineup we're not going to get into every single game there's lots of games that we know already and love obviously right but we will more talk about Yep, the games that we're excited about that we probably have not played yet because they are um, PlayStation VR exclusive or they come out new on that day. So, yes, this is what we're going to do. Before we get into the topics, let's talk a bit about our week. So, um, how about you start, Tatiana? How how was your week like?
1: It's been pretty quiet, I would say. Um, We all know that kind of the news field in the VR is a little bit on the quieter side as it usually is in January except for the Apple thing. So I'm, I'm, I guess I'm using this time to, you know, take a step back, strategize, kind of think what I'm going to do this year with my channel with the job and you know, what kind of content I will put up. So there's a lot of like thinking and strategizing going on, but of course still going through the CES stuff. So I am going to, I've, I've finished my Pimax crystal. Um, review video, which is coming actually okay. right after this podcast. And um, yeah, I was very excited to to kind of share my thoughts about it post-Road Show. Um, it was really interesting to see how much really it has improved in like less than a month between the Road Show and CES. So I was really happy to kind of share my thoughts about it. And I am working on the uh, um, the roundup of my experiences with haptics which mm. I before that, I've only really tried B-Haptics uh, vests. Like I have vests and uh, um, from B-Haptics, but I never would have thought that there are so many different approaches to haptics. So we can maybe talk about that later, but that, that's something yeah. I was really excited to share because it's I think it's still a mystery for a lot of VR users because it's still like an add-on to VR. Many people underestimate the importance of haptics uh, to the immersion, is, but especially like knowing how many different different types of haptic feedback there is out there and how many different approaches are taken by different companies to achieve those different realistic feelings was really mind-blowing to me. So really looking forward right. to sharing that with you.
0: Great. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Yeah, nice. So for me, it was also like a slow week. First of all, things here in Taiwan are yeah, at the moment more relaxed because it has been Chinese New Year week and finally people can relax a bit and don't have to go to work. So that was that here. Yeah, Happy New Year. <laughs> exactly. Year, Year of the rabbits. Oh
1: yeah, Happy New Year. Yep,
0: <laughs> Happy New Year. And so so that was that. And I also did not work too much. Like uh, in, in terms of videos, I only put out, I think, one video which was the review of the um, um, Bobo VR BD2 P4. Wait, wait a moment. I have it here. Here it is. Yes, that is is the Pico 4. And here, this is the new head strap. So Bobo does all these cool accessories for, for VR headset. And yep, this is the new accessory that is made for the Pico 4 and yeah it's great it is fantastic so it also comes with these exchangeable batteries and you need that right because those headsets they are gone after two hours energy wise so it's good to have more energy yep really really enjoy that then what else did I do well I'm working on the Acer video I told you guys yesterday, uh, last show that I went to the ASU headquarter to check out those, those new displays, which can do 3D without glasses, which is mm. so cool, actually, to be able to play your Steam library in 3D without glasses. Super nice. The video is now nearly finished. And it's going to come out next week, early next week. And that is something to look forward to. Other than that, I also did VR. I wanted to go to the gym, but it was closed because of Chinese New Year. So now I'm, I'm doing again sports in VR. And I'm really so surprised how well that works. Have you tried out um, Les Mills Body Combat?
1: Uh, yes, I did. That was one of the more hardcore ones.
0: <laughs> oh, wow, it, it is so hardcore. I love it. <sighs>
1: <laughs> yeah i tried it like a, a little while ago when it was just coming out i think i, I even made a video about it too and that okay. was um um probably the only other uh app that used like the real 3d um, not 3d but like the um uh the rendering of the real coaches right so they're not I, just exactly 3D avatars. yeah D right
0: yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. They they appear like whoosh, and then they tell you yeah. something, and then they go. It's it's pretty. It's well made, and they do also um talk to you during the whole workout. Right, you you're boxing against um, the the targets that appear, and they are like, wow, okay, good, well done, and they they really try to motivate you. I love it. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. It's it's nearly on every platform, and I'm mm-hmm. so surprised how well it works. To do uh, to do sports and to do fitness in VR, it really yeah. is nice. It's fantastic.
1: Did it start the subscription model already?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. They don't have this. You buy it once. Still don't.
1: Oh, yeah, you, okay.
0: You buy you buy it once. That's actually and great. It's fantastic. That's why I, l- I really like Les Mills. That's
1: Body actually great because, because it, I really, yeah. yeah yeah Go goers so
0: sorry <laughs> no 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 because I, I like it because you don't have the subscription model. You know, you pay once and you can train as much as you want fantastic that
1: that's how it was before at two and i remember yeah uh, they were planning to introduce a subscription model and people were pretty frustrated because in my video i say this is an amazing you know no subscription app that's competing like with supernatural because so far only supernatural had that kind of personalized approach to your workout with work coaches to kind of you know talking you up during the workouts but it's still more dancey and less Mills is more like hardcore like okay you're not dancing you're actually exercising right now <laughs> um so so far it's still no subscription so that's that's great exactly
0: know. exactly so i hope it stays this way because like now this is the this is the fitness app that i would recommend to people it's so much fun. It's so well done. It's, it's great. It is absolutely fantastic. And you don't have this subscription. So yeah, hope it stays like this. Go for it as long as it stays like that. Yes. Oh,
1: cool. Actually, Artful says yeah. that there is a subscription model, but maybe it's optional, right? Um, because if Sebastian could play without subscription, then maybe you can do without. But looks like... Okay.
0: Yeah, I can play without it. One. Oh, okay. really? I mean, that's okay. great.
1: It's great that there's an option.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that that's what I was doing, and yeah, just like you, also strategizing for the for this year, and um, still working on some secrets, exciting projects that I will tell you about in a in a while. And wow, that's going to be super exciting. Yeah. So mm-hmm. still working on something. Some other Ooh. exciting, exciting things that, yeah, I will talk about that soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, cool, cool. That's what we did. And now let's get into our topics. So let's talk about this new app made by the SideQuest team, by Banter. No, no, by mm-hmm. SideQuest. It's called, it's called Banter. Yes. So let me, let me share this screen here and let me show, show that intro video and yeah uh, you so, get, tell us more about it
1: this is actually the intro uh this is not the the trailer for the app this oh, okay. is actually the trailer i made for the competition that uh shane you know shane is the ceo of the company and he was very involved in the creation of this app he he basically like created a lot of it um and uh, he, he's holding the second competition for creators, creative people. Basically, you don't even need to have a specific technical knowledge. Of course, Unity and Airframe helps. But, um, but if you don't, uh, you can still create amazing worlds inside banter, even without it that looks knowledge. looks so cool. uh, Yeah, so this is the example of a world that Ice someone skating. made... It's like amazing slides and look at those reflections that they made. So the, yeah. the person who created it was actually hired by SideQuest because of how how great that world was. She was hired to create mm. more worlds for Banter. And wow. um, and so this is just, um, so, you know, just a little bit about it. Uh, Banter is still, of course, in development, but it is already on App Lab. So there is already a link that maybe we could, share in the chat uh essentially the way it works is the avatars for banter are taken from ready player me if you're familiar okay. with the ready player I, I, Me, I,
0: I know i know
1: yeah so that's a uh it's so easy, easy to create, make an avatar very easy to create one to customize it and it has a full body avatar right it's not just half of your body like in Horizon Worlds a Rec Room, even though I've seen the Rec Room are working on some kind of a version of a full body avatars because they know that seeing your legs is kind of (laughs) a lot more immersive. It's good. It's good to have
0: legs. Uh, I can speak from experience. (laughs) Yeah, it sucks without. (laughs) It's it's, it's great. You can walk around. It's. it's, I can recommend it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And um, what's cool about it is that Banter is very physical. So all the interactions that are happening there are like physics based. So think uh, uh, bone lab, you know, you can climb walls and it's like basically you can uh, lift your legs and you can retract them and climb. And and I think there is a world where you can do like Mario Kart. And so there, there are different interactions that you can build in there. That are based on physics, similar to how it's done in Bone Lab. So it's basically a social bone lab-based world. And this is actually some of the pictures that we did when we were still testing it, that those are early stages. This is the entire sidequest team just like jumping around, exploring some worlds that our developers have made. Um, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, right now. They're climbing, up, they're
0: climbing up some things here or what are they yeah, doing?
1: So, yeah, they're climbing things. So almost everything is climbable in there. There was a world that was like Stonehenge and there was a world with like a, a SideQuest social club, I guess. And uh, right now there are many more interesting worlds because they're way more interactive. And the competition that we put together is for just you know, some creative people to um yeah to to show their creativity in banter and we've already have announced winners for the first one and now is the second round that anybody can enter and try their luck um there are six different categories of um worlds that you can create um i'm trying to find it uh i believe that there is just uh, some aesthetic worlds that it could be just beautiful to look at, and there are also uh, some uh, price for originality, the most original world, uh, the best social idea for a social world, mini games, bowling, and um, yeah, and that's it. and uh, And there will be a grand prize of, I believe, two thousand dollars for the okay. best world that was
0: created. Nice. Uh, <clears throat> so. Okay, so um, tell me a bit more about what's it for? So, so what, is it, what is it actually for, this, this banter? So is it for um, people making worlds to hang out with other people? Is it the, the social aspect? Or who is it, what, what, who's the target audience? Who is supposed to use that?
1: So think about that. So what kind of popular worlds are there right now? There is, of course, VR chat um where people come and they hang out there are some worlds but m- not many of them are that maybe interactive in a way that people go there to hang out like there are literally people who are just standing there in front of mirrors who are just talking to each other showing off their avatars and it's a it's a lot of chatting and just hanging out uh in that mm-hmm. space like you would in real life uh there's a let's say a rec room where almost all worlds are extremely interactive. So there are lots of games and shooters that you can play, things that get you really engaged in um, in these VR activities with your friends. Um, okay. Banter is something in between. This is a place where you would want to go and hang out with your friends or meet new people. But at the same time, there would be some chill activities that you can do while you're still able to hang out with them and talk and not be just distracted in the game so like rock climbing Mm -hmm. walls or there could be like a remote controlled uh hot air balloon that you can jump on it and then the other person is controlling and you can still hear them so it's a yeah it's a place where you can um meet new people or chill with your friends for a conversation while at the same time doing some undemanding games um, okay. That are fun to do together, and I'm not distracting from the conversation. Like those slides, for example, you are sliding together. You kind of sharing All your right. excitement, but at the same time, you can hear everyone. I mean, those like a three D sound, so it changes. And is it um,
0: <laughs> is it available only on on Quest, or is it also going to come out on other platforms?
1: I believe it's on Quest now, but uh, it's it's only a matter of tweaking the APK to make it work on Pico. Um, okay. I, I see no reason why I wouldn't work on Pico if, if Shane wanted right. to make it work on Pico.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Probably he would want to make it for Pico too. So, um, and I am able to uh, make my own world and invite people to that world. Like I could make the MRTV um, social club and uh, we could have like uh, the podcast in there
1: absolutely yeah you would be able okay, to do that and that would be so cool uh because you customize it and you can upload like uh, assets in there so like for example the one that you saw on the in the trailer was actually a little bit against like the initial rules of the first competition because some external assets were used okay. and for the competition they weren't allowed to do so but still the world was so impressive that we like you know show it to to everyone we can because it's just how how awesome it was made and she put a side quest logo and some uh snowman that was like showing his butt <laughs> like, it was really funny okay uh so yeah it's just it's mind-blowing i think it helps if nice. you know unity but i asked him you can you can totally create worlds without uh this kind of technical knowledge so yeah right um initially i remember we were talking when it was still in the embryonic stage we were thinking about having a space where developers could create the worlds for their games and hang out with their community Mm -hmm. in those worlds. And they can still do that. And they can still do that. Like Nothing prevents them. So you can get it actually even now. And just, uh, you know, you, you create an account on SideQuest. Your avatar can be linked up to that account. And then it goes directly to um, like when you link it to the app, then it will appear in the app automatically. Okay, I also cool. shared a yeah. link to the Twitter post, announcement of the competition, or you can just go to my Twitter. There is a link to uh, Discord. So Banter Competition has its own Discord where you can mm-hmm. meet with other creators, ask questions, and just learn more how to participate
0: nice so um, did I get it right that the world is being created on your PC on your computer in unity or is there also a way to make the world in VR
1: um, not quite sure I know that there were some a free and unity creators but you you should be also able to create it in like inside um, mm-hmm the headset, but I, I can clarify that actually, because okay. <laughs> I've been a little yeah. busy with other projects. But that's something I, I get that, it. You
0: know, uh, it. not
1: a little bit out of my domain, but um, right, I can probably right. get more information.
0: That would be cool. Mm. Actually, I, I I love all these creative things that you can do. Like for example, I love it in the in the Rec Room app how you can make whole worlds with that maker pen. You know, you are in VR and you just start to draw and to to invent some new props there it's great and it's just beautiful to see what people can come up with so I I love that there's uh, more (laughs) more of that yeah and different art style it's
1: it's creative yeah it's it's definitely something different and it's still just the beginning I do want to make like a disco VR world I think it would be cool it just needs to have like to set the time aside for it
0: (laughs) yeah that's always the problem but it is fascinating to meet people in VR and like I would totally love to do like one episode of this podcast in VR and and yeah just to enjoy really being in VR and probably having some um having some audience right who can go there and and just uh, yeah watch us or interact with us live we should totally think about it so um mm-hmm. and do you know how many people can be in a world at the same time this is normally one of the interesting mm. questions
1: yes yeah. so I know that we were working on. Mm, oh, let me see. Let me see. So I remember at some point there were like 20 people in the world, and we okay. were checking at the frame rate. It was still consistently uh, uh, 90. So the optimization okay. was actually pretty amazing because we were also joining in from different uh, countries and from different continents.
0: Right. Right, so right.
1: that was actually very, a very impressive thing that a lot of people were in the same world, and it still like it wouldn't lag or the the, f- the frames wouldn't drop. So optimization is really okay. good. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Th- this is normally the complicated thing for these mm-hmm. VR worlds, right? To keep the frame rate consistent, even if you want to have more and more people in it's one like, room. We-
1: we have staff meetings there sometimes. Occasionally, ah, okay, like cool. Christine, just kind of meets up there for some announcement or to check oh, out some it. new things that were added to Banter. So you could you could see those uh, screenshots that were made just from a staff meeting and also from checking out Banter. Um, okay. Yeah, it's it's really cool <laughs> when you get to meet in so, VR. Yeah, and it's a remote will... company
0: yes exactly so i want to try this out after the podcast when i download it to my quest pro and then open it what will be the first thing that i see
1: uh um i think it will ask you to link your avatar you don't have to do it but if you don't that you will just not have an avatar you'll be yeah, some kind okay, of okay I, I want one <laughs> yeah so um and after that, uh, there will be a button that says, "I believe worlds," and um, you should have an access to all the worlds that have already been created. And mm-hmm. I still recommend you join the the Discord because there's some some guidance okay. to like what kind of yeah, maybe that makes even sense. competition worlds were were joined there. But yeah, okay, it's it's still you know. It's still developing early? very actively. Right. <laughs> it's still quite early, but you can already. But, see but at least potential.
0: I can join it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like yeah Horizon, I can. cannot. Yeah. Okay. We, cool. We, <laughs>
1: but no, we wouldn't <laughs> yeah, have do put it. It on,
0: uh, people do it now.
1: We, we, they already did, and you know, we already did and uh, uh, uploaded it to App Lab. Uh, yeah, App Lab. So, um, if it wasn't ready, I mean, we wouldn't be comfortable doing that. But it's right. already at it the stage where we are happy for people to explore it and kind of you know share their feedback about it too. Of course it's like it's like the goal, goal of SideQuest, right? To build the community around the app, to gather as much feedback as we can and to polish the product the best we can.
0: Makes so much sense. You know, and now I want to even speak more to like Shane, for example. You know, we always want to bring them here on the podcast. Yeah. But yeah, until yeah. now I we think... didn't have a chance. But I really want to make it happen.
1: I think that he'd be so happy exciting. to you. He usually doesn't like, you know. Maybe not. Some people are not big fans of live shows. I know Orla actually really right. loves live shows. So, okay, uh, but he's so passionate about banter. So maybe he would be willing to. I'll actually ask. That him. would be great.
0: <laughs> please do. Please do.
1: Yeah, I, he would. He would be able to talk about it even more than I can because it's his baby. He's been working yeah, on it sure, for so long. Sure.
0: Yeah. So this goes out to Shane. Like, if you listen to this, I would love to speak with you. <laughs> <laughs> about banter and find out much more because these kind of worlds they do excite me, and it's something that seems to get more more and more into fashion it gets better and better and mm-hmm. great that we have another option now for for the quest platform and hopefully soon also for probably Pico or via or vive, who knows right so that would be that would be really cool
1: and with the alt space shutting down it's
0: ah yeah. Yeah, that's so sad. That that is that is so sad. You know, Microsoft completely getting out of this whole topic. Yeah. yeah. Too bad. Too bad. Yeah. And I'm I'm re- I'm really sad for those people who really spend lots of time in in AltSpace. You know, like who who have created beautiful worlds there and who have their circle of friends there, and everything's uh-huh. just gone. So. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I, the people who are working on it, I hope that they will find a way to use their skills to you know still build something or right. help build something else that you know they've gained so much skills and experience just working on this topic. So I'm sure that they will still contribute to the VR field. but all yeah, space they can is now no more.
0: join they can join Banter now and uh, join the competition. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. oh yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah right. <clears throat> Yeah, okay. So that is banter. Um, Actually, I really only heard about it for the first time today when I checked your Twitter account and saw it there. Or was it like yesterday or something? So great to, to know about it. I will totally check it out and would love to understand it more and talk about it more in the future. Yeah. Okay that's for th- that's for that and now we will talk more about haptics so we both had the chance to try some of, some of the exciting devices i tried the haptics glove, haptics glove which is like a huge huge glove and and um, they they give great demos at those shows like AWE and CS and so on and so forth and i can tell you right now it is worth it to stand in line for Hours <laughs> normally, you have to do. <laughs> wow. in, in order to check it out, it is just so cool to feel what you see, it makes everything even more realistic, obviously, right? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, Tatiana, what have you checked out recently?
1: Oh, I checked out Hapdex as well. <laughs>
0: okay, okay, perfect. Did you also enjoy um, it as much as I did?
1: Uh, Oh my gosh. So uh, yeah, I've mentioned that haptics is a really fascinating topic to me, mostly because I haven't had that much experience with it. So those, those were the two big topics for me to cover when I was at CES, VR Ah,
0: uh,
1: headsets, right? And haptic devices. So I tried to get as much of each as I could. So I already almost covered all the uh, VR headsets. Now I'm, you summarizing all the haptic experiences I've had which was so amazing I haven't had I ha- I've never tried that much haptics in such a short time <laughs> as I did at CES um, so there were haptic vests and there were of course haptic gloves and HaptX is oh I honestly it's I don't the think shit. there's I don't <laughs> think there's a competition for it right now like I really I really don't in terms yeah, of it is realism great. and the replication of the very fine details on, on your skin, because how does haptics work? All these haptic gloves, it's so creative. It, it's so fun to see how creative they are in their approaches to how they do haptics, right? So, how does B haptic work? They have little micromotors, oh, vibrations. Yeah, right. B haptic. So, they have like little vibrations. Uh, So different patterns of vibrations, different intensities of vibration, but it's vibration. It's not forced feedback Um, and it's not super precise, but it's just enough to make it fun. Uh, Basically,
0: it's better than nothing (laughs) because it gives you that feedback. It is pretty good. It is pretty good. (laughs) It is even better. that It's much better than nothing. It's much better than nothing. I think. Yeah, so. but imagine, <laughs> right?
1: You have a controller and controllers have feedback. It vibrates. It doesn't do anything. Right. Like, it's it it so elaborate vibrations. But if you do a hand tracking, if you're pressing a button, you didn't even realize probably, right? Like, there's absolutely no feedback with hand tracking. So, it's so disorienting most of the times. So when right. you put on the b haptics, it just it feels right because you can feel the feedback when you're pressing buttons, when you're moving levers, when you're shooting. So it's just like, yeah, that's how the experience is supposed to be with hand tracking because we get. Oh, you mean the with haptics? The hap- the for
0: haptics. now,
1: for now, I'm talking about b haptics.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, well, it's getting so <laughs> complicated. The,
1: sorry, because that's the that's the consumer device, right? Everybody can get it. It's already for sale. Uh, I'm just. I'm starting slow <laughs> and yeah. uh, would it would be haptic? So in general, like this simpler technology is great for consumers because it gives that feedback that we needed, like it feels the gap that we maybe didn't even realize existed. Exactly. But, but haptics goes for realism.
0: <laughs> Apex. Okay, now I can finally show it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> this is the newer model. This is this not is the, the new one you model. tried.
0: Right. 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 I tried. I tried. Uh, probably. The, no. This is also a new one. Okay. I don't have. I don't have. A,
1: have yeah. A they don't now. even promote the older one anymore. Yeah. Um It was
0: huge. Yeah. It was.
1: Pretty this is still big. huge. Yeah. Right. Um. But you can't. Uh, yeah, it's all kind of compact. Like the glove looks much smaller than the original one.
0: It looks beautiful, actually, compared to the one that I tried.
1: <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty ugly. That's true. Um, <laughs> but it still and, worked. Yeah, so I was also standing in line, not in in a multi-hour line, but still, it was the only haptic booth, except for Owo, um, that had like a long line to try that product. I'm like really <laughs> that big thing and it's a huge glove and it has a, a huge like air compressor box that stands on the table or you can wear it as a backpack because the way it works is it pushes air so it creates the haptic feedback through uh like the little yeah, little bubbles, little bubbles right yeah. on your palm so nothing on the back of your hand just the palm and, and, the, and the
0: fingers right
1: is the palm and fingertips, yeah, so yes. So pretty much like all the, sur- the, the very sensitive surface of your skin. And uh, yeah, so we stood the line and we're like, okay. And we are we could see the screen and it didn't look like anything impressive. It was a little demo of a farm. I don't know, which demo did you try?
0: Um, was it? I was on some um, floating device to do something, some air balloon.
1: Oh, interesting, they changed the demo yeah. maybe.
0: Yeah, probably you have a new demo now. I don't know.
1: Some people tried Jenga, they didn't let us try Jenga. They let us try a little mini farm with okay. uh, objects that you can spawn. <sighs> so, the first thing that was mind blowing to me was that in the demo, there was a little cloud, and the cloud would, you know, there would be a rain coming down from the cloud and you would put your hand under the rain and i kid you not it felt like my hand was like wet i could feel the drops on my hand I'm like yeah yeah I, yeah I, I can't believe it's not wet like i can't believe that there's no water in my hand it was amazing yeah. it was absolutely mind blowing to me that little experience i realized just how much it can simulate like this fine tuned feedback but then I thought it's probably not going to be perfect for like giving you like recoil, right? If it's something active, you're playing a shooter game or something. It's a lot more like sensitive. Like it's about tiny details and feeling textures and feeling little movement rather than... But that
0: makes all the difference. It does make all the difference, right? When you touch something, when you feel, when you feel something in your hand, it's, it's great.
1: Yeah, um, you could feel like sharp objects. There was a little moon or something on the, in the sky, and you could touch it with your finger, and you could feel the pinching at your yeah. fingertip. Uh, there was a little toy tractor that had spinning wheels, and you could put it on your hand, and it would just start going up your palm, and you could feel the little wheels rotating on your hand. It was like it was crazy. <laughs> I didn't want to take it all take it off just because I knew that nothing close to this (laughs) exists for consumers. And it's going to be years before we reach that level with games, but I would give so much to have a glove like that for some popular games. (laughs) <laughs> or two, now. two
0: actually. That would be fantastic. And of course, it would also be sweet if you would not have to wear like the backpack, like you feel like a Ghostbuster. <laughs> so but it seems like it will it still needs lots of time to make that happen in a smaller form factor. But they did already actually make it way smaller than the the version that I tried. So that is at least good.
1: Yeah, it was I, I did try the one that you did, actually. I tried the same one, the older one. But they okay. had the newer one on the mannequin. For some reason, they wouldn't let people uh, test it. It was just mm-hmm. there to show that it exists. Mm-hmm. So it was strange. I don't know why. Um, so yeah. uh, interesting question, Christopher. I wonder if haptic technology can simulate sex. There was one. I did not get to try it, but I know that there was one at CES. I don't know how it works. Don't ask me. I was too busy (laughs) checking out stuff that would be family-friendly for my channel. I haven't (laughs) had the time to try the sex simulator. but I I don't think
0: you can really try it out at the public um, exhibition, right? I
1: (laughs) have no idea. Absolutely no idea. I know Genghis told me about it. You know, Genghis PR from TikTok creator. So... Maybe check out her channel. Maybe she okay she to talk about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds exciting, yeah. So, um, yeah, this, this, um, these gloves are not made for us right now, right? They are industry for the industry and for some expensive training programs or what. Um, and, yeah, therefore, they are also really expensive. The, the new version of this is not so expensive anymore. The older one was really, really expensive, at least yeah, for normal people. Like, too expensive, mm. obviously. But it's getting into the right direction. The new one is supposed to be way cheaper, and that is good already. So these so- these haptics work with, with these um, air little air balloons where you can really feel Feel mechanically feel it right. Have you also tried out those vests which give you electric um, pulses? <laughs> it um, seems yes, right?
1: No. <laughs> okay. No, but I put it on, and, and then? um, and then I asked them, "Can I use it if I'm pregnant?"
0: Ah, okay. Important and they question. said,
1: "Ooh, we are not sure." And they went and they talked for like solid 10 minutes. And then they came And you already and in the head, in the
0: full in the full thing or
1: <laughs> I am, and I didn't think to ask before he said, "Okay, now we're going to calibrate uh the electric impulses to your tolerance level."
0: Oh no. <laughs> Oh, that does <laughs> that does sound dangerous, though. Okay, let's check out her tolerance levels. <laughs> oh my god!
1: So I didn't get I didn't get to, but um, but the, I they did do like the little demo on my sleeve because that that little t shirt goes like
0: safe, yeah. maybe yeah, like okay. all the way
1: here. So they did little uh, impulses on my arm, and uh, it it felt like really interesting because I mean. It was still kind of the same type of feedback. There were also different patterns, but not like vibrations. It was, it's really hard to describe. It's kind of like how do you describe electricity, right? Um, but the most impressive part was just about how light it is. It's just like um, like athletic shirt. Yeah, it's yeah, so of course.. Light. And um, um, it, And they are selling it already, I believe, for400 dollars. So anyone can get it, and it has compatibility with some VR games and with some flat screen games as well. So it's already okay. functional. And Is it that now? was talking
0: about the OWO OWO.
1: yes. I, O-W-O. I didn't mention that. It's OWO. Yes, and uh, uh, Mr. Disco actually tried it for me by proxy. Ah,
0: okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what did what did Mr. Disco think about it?
1: He liked it a lot, mostly because it's because of how light it is. So it's still not, you know, the most like realistic one if you're looking for actual simulation of some kind of um, feedback. But you can, you know, feel it with some shooters, with some active games. You can feel the shots. It's, it's doing the job, uh, but it's also doesn't make you sweat. And mm-hmm. that alone okay. is a revolutionary aspect of this shirt. And we're even considering getting one. Believe it or not, <laughs> like, that is one of the interesting. Very few things.
0: Interesting. No, really interesting. They, you know, yeah. I do think that I do think that your brain does lots of work. Obviously, right? Like um, when you see the stuff and then you feel something, probably your brain does the extra work to make it feel like what you expect to feel. You know, also mm-hmm. with with the haptics vest. Yes, you do get the pressure on those points where you expect it, right? But the magic that happens in your brain that you really think, okay, there is, I don't know, uh, these are raindrops. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I, rain, real raindrops will feel different, right? There's so much more involved, right? But but I think you, your brain does lots of the work to make it really feel like the raindrops. And I oh. suppose the same with the Owo vest, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I cannot I can I can't imagine it because this is one of the things that I have not tried yet, but I've seen quite a few people who've tried it and who felt like totally blown away by it. And it, I was it, so surprised, I was so surprised by that.
1: Um I think maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a combination of the fact that it's so, so thin, like you're, you're not, you you're don't feel like you're wearing a, a vest or something. It does have little gel like stickers that stick to your body so that the electric impulses in, are emitted to, to your body. So it's it's not like wearing a regular shirt, but it's still very light. Um, and yeah, I, I didn't get to try like the full body experience, but yeah. Um, my husband was really impressed by it and he's not easily impressed (laughs) Uh, so that was really exciting stuff because it is a commercial product it is something that was made for gaming it's not you know a a fifty thousand dollar glove that you won't be able (laughs) to buy for like 10 years (laughs) they have a special I, i believe they have like a a discount or something, but the the only problem is that if you buy it, it has to fit you perfectly. Um, so if if my husband buys it, I won't be able to use it because it would be too too large for me. So we would have right. to buy two, and that can get more expensive.
0: Right. Yeah, I do see quite a few two um, D games here. Right. CS:GO, mm-hmm. PUBG, Rocket League. So it is not only made for for VR, but no, I no. do suppose. I do suppose that VR must be so much better. Pistol oh, pistol whip, web is supported. Nice, Arizona sunshine. Arizona
1: sunshine. I believe it. Saber was also supported. I saw it on there. Okay. Oh, Crisis Brigade. Nice.
0: Cool. 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 The forest yeah beat saber until you fall. I wonder how that works, though. So, if you if if you miss a block, then you get a, a shock. <laughs> 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 And you'll be super uh, <laughs> motivated to, to hit everything like correctly. <laughs>
1: well, have you tried a regular haptic vest with beat saber?
0: I did. No, 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 no. With beat saber, no.
1: Oh no, not so with beat it... saber. No. Okay. Uh, it just, um, it has preset patterns for every standard song, so you know, uh, okay. it just kind of does different vibrations to the beat, and it just. I don't know, it just makes your whole body dance because of like you're you're actually feeling the music. So <laughs> the thing, <laughs> that the thing about that electric thing, so it doesn't hurt if you calibrate it correctly. But there are people who tried just like, give me the maximum, the absolute top strength. And just for like to compare, when Mr. Disco was calibrating it, you know, they would do different intensities. And at some point he would say, okay, this is enough, maybe maybe don't do anymore and he stopped at level 20 Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then he asked how many levels are there
0: 80. oh wow there
1: are 80 levels out there and he felt Uh like maybe maybe let's not go over 20.
0: okay 20 was like he felt just uncomfortable or he was like okay no i I really don't want more
1: (laughs) don't know but he didn't (laughs) want it higher than that he's like i think maybe that's okay and the thing is the games don't necessarily go all the way up to your maximum it's just within that range so actually when he played the game it wasn't as intense as the calibration so it was somewhere probably between 10 and 15 so he could go higher and then the intensity like during the game would be higher too. But mm. the fact that there is 80, like there is a yeah, maximum. That's, that's
0: a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. People were okay. like
1: paralyzing and falling down because of because of that intensity. Some some people just have very strange reactions. And I have no idea how they are yeah. selling a product that can cause that kind of reaction on your body. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why yeah. they would make it possible to unlock. That much
0: power. <laughs> yeah, well, probably some people like that. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> take full control of your experience. Oh, whoa, app. So, okay, there's an app. Okay, so you can check out the different kind of feelings. Yeah. And the whole the whole thing is wireless, of course. No strings attached. Completely wireless system that allows mm-hmm. you to m- move freely, which is cool. Um, okay, it has a long lasting battery. Um, play without worrying about the battery for eight hours actually it sounds like quite a nice product right for the for mm-hmm. the price for 400 dollars for yeah for consumers
1: it's nice okay, the need only to check thing it out is you will need to be replacing those gel stickers inside because you know over time they become not so sticky and not so clean but uh, they can supply those as well. Um, but it's interesting is there is a way for you now to motivate yourself to not lose in shooter games. Like if you set the intensity really high, you really don't want to be shot because you well, don't want to get that okay. feeling. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so... I, really w- I would love to find out like like how intensive is that feeling? Like how does it hurt? Right? They probably want to make you feel hurt when you get shot or when you get stabbed, right? So they, that would be actually you know, k- kind of a motivator.
1: yeah there were brave people they were brave people who were trying this maximum right uh, Right. strength and i asked i actually asked one of them just how did it feel and i think he said that like when with the maximum strength they also did it on his arm only Mm -hmm. and when it did it his arm just kind of flew up uncontrolled oh Oh,
0: no and i I asked did it it, like
1: hurt was it like painful It's like well it wasn't nice i i don't know if it was like painful but the feeling of not being in control of your own body is terrifying of course so you probably don't want to feel that very often but who knows who knows how people will use it for gaming
0: I think it's cool that Bone Lab is actually one of the supported games. So wow. I would love to try that. I would love to try that with Bone Lab. So I have not yet um, connected with the company at all. So Ovo, Ovo, if you're watching this, I would totally like to try out one of your nice um, suits. Um, are they based in the US or where are they actually? Uh, you know?
1: That I'm actually not sure. Um Okay. I'm not sure I would have to Google that for you as well.
0: Yeah, right. Thank uh, you. Uh,
1: oh, so, oh, that was a shirt. Also, I believe that you can machine wash it as long as you remove like the little mm-hmm. uh the little device from the pocket. Um, okay. you can't. So yeah. Oh a haptic gaming system. It's I it's still like pre-ordered. You can pre-order, right. so it's not completely like available just right now, but um
0: do they say though when it's available oh spain Let me check
1: that's right spain oh S- spain, spain. They-
0: yeah great okay cool okay yeah. I absolutely need to get in touch with them i will do that really soon yeah pretty okay.
1: awesome it should nice. be like i i remember they were saying something like spring springtime okay 2023 so pretty soon
0: Perfect. That's something that I'm looking forward to. Um, is there something else um, haptic wise that you tried out and uh, yeah that impressed you?
1: Um, uh, well, I also tried uh, Skinetic, the new haptic vest mm-hmm. from this French company, Electronica. And I think that they are competing mo- more with um, B Haptics because it is like a bigger and heavier haptic vest that creates this. Vibrations, but they use different types of motors that are they use a audio. more precise.
0: Actually, they use no, no, audio. No. So, audio? Yes. Yeah, I, I also had the vest.
1: The are you talking it's about. From I, France.
0: Yes. The same. Yes, yes. Really? So, so, so their motors aren't really motors. The thing is, they work with with audio. And it's just like when, when you feel like um, great bass, right, speakers, you will also feel something on your body. And that's the, te- the technology that they're using to uh, to give you that feeling of oh. of feeling something. And that is actually more precise than using vibration mm-hmm. because they, they can way more fine-tune the feeling that you have.
1: Did you feel like it was precise enough on your body? Because... Like, was it, were you sensitive enough to, to feel those smaller kind of differences?
0: Um, actually, I, um, I had some problems setting mine up correctly since uh, th- this was not, uh, they, they sent it to me, but I, okay. I, I only had like one day to try before I had to send it back. And then, yeah, I had some problems, could not really check it out completely. Yeah. Okay. You, you, uh, you didn't have the feeling, or how was it for you?
1: So, um, two things I felt like it was a bit too big for me. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it would just kind of create like the little, I don't know, like bulges. So it's almost like I don't know if all these motors, not motors, were (laughs) close enough to feel them. But also um, one of the feedbacks that they were giving during the CES is that they would need to increase the intensity a little bit. Because I could feel it, but I almost felt like I wanted it to be stronger. Because in the okay. game, I think I was playing uh, Half-Life Alex, just like shooting um, these creatures coming at me. I would feel it, but I just wanted... T-
0: you to wanted more. more.
1: Yeah, I wanted more. But the cool thing th- about it was the demonstration. They attached one of those motors to the bottom, bottom of the cup. Okay. I-, I didn't know it would work. And it was but, like
0: vibrating. Yeah. And,
1: it- and they were... So they were putting different scenarios. So first one is rice, uh, rice grains pouring in Mm -hmm. the cup. And that, that it would simulate the feeling of, I know, rice grains basically filling the cup or marbles kind of going around the bottom. So it was an empty cup, but I didn't even get it. I thought there was something in it because the feeling was so (laughs) realistic. It would simulate all these kind of substances and objects that falling, you know, water, rice, marbles, some other things. And it would feel like you could totally think that there was something in the cup, exactly uh, what they're saying. So that was an amazing demo. Cool,
0: cool. Yeah, haptics are getting more important. and. Honestly, I can't wait for the haptics from the PSVR 2, right? Those haptics in the in the headset, that is going to be something new for me. I know it has mm-hmm. already been there before from Haptics. They also have something like this, but I haven't tried it yet. And now it's going to go into like a major mainstream headset. That is the cool yeah. thing that now so many of us are really going to, yeah, get to enjoy haptics and even include it already in the price. Of admission yeah so yeah you don't is have to, to pay
1: extra
0: amazing. yeah it exactly. was pretty cool
1: i i felt it when i was killed <laughs> it was not <laughs> nice wow the, um, the,
0: in the head yep Wow. yeah uh,
1: there was this one little fight that i had to do with a, like a boss of the demo level and i at, at the first time i didn't I, I couldn't figure out the controller correctly and it killed me and my whole kind of Face shook when it happened, and it was right oh, in my really. face. It wasn't very nice, but immersive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I can't wait to uh, I can't wait to 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 enjoy the PSVR2. Yeah, there would be there would be the great segue to the PSVR topic, but that's gonna come in the end, unfortunately. So, <laughs> so yeah, so much for that. Um, yeah, anything more about haptic that you saw or or was I it there? Think-
1: the highlights, uh, these are the highlights. Um, I, I might be you know maybe talking a little more detail, just don't want to talk, don't want to take too much time out of this podcast. We have other topics to cover, but right, that is the, the next thing that's coming. Pretty, it's, it's going to be the last segment about CES on my channel. It's about the haptic experiences. So,
0: okay, cool. looking forward
1: to them. Make sure to watch it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Go to disco VR and uh, absolutely um, subscribe now if you haven't done so yet. Yeah, cool. So now we are going to talk about a topic that is probably, most probably, going to become a very huge to- topic in the XR world. And that is Apple. Apple finally jo- joining the pack with their own XR device. They had been working on it for a very long time. We had rumors and rumors all the years. And we always heard, OK, this year going to come. This year is going to come. And it never came. But this year, it is actually going to come. That's why we hear from so many sources and we got so many details now about the device, about the Apple headset. And we are going to talk about this, these news and these rumors now. So there has been a fantastic article from Mark Gurman on Bloomberg. And and um, he's very um, in, informed about all things, Apple, and therefore we can actually trust all the information that he gave us in his article. So why don't we simply go through not the original article, but an article that talks about the article, and <laughs> let's get <laughs> and, and let's simply talk about the device and what we could learn from the article. First of all, Tatiana, What is your excitement level about the device itself, from what you heard, and Apple getting into this whole XR industry?
1: You know, I think we talked about Apple getting into the industry since like the
0: first time I joined the podcast two years ago. (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But now, it's happening now. It is going to happen.
1: To be like 100% honest with you, I think my excitement is wearing down a little bit because of the years Why? and the years of kind of talking about it and speculating and just uh-huh. eh, I don't know, it was just so much of it. going back and forth about it. And at, at the end, it's still going to be a mixed reality device, mixed reality first, although they do. The article does say that it's going to have a full immersive VR capabilities. At this point, I think I'll get excited when I actually see it. Is there going to be like some kind of an official presentation or something? Uh, it's
0: supposed to be in spring, this uh, presentation where they talk yes. about it. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. So I try to like keep my cool about it because it's going to be a really busy year, you know, with the PlayStation coming, with PyMix coming. Uh, We are hopefully hopefully, getting HTC, Quest 3. There's a lot of, a lot is happening in VR. This is crazy. This is a crazy year. Yeah, it's hard to get like enough excitement about everything. (laughs) And uh, it is going to be an expensive headset. So what gets me excited these days is like highly immersive experiences that feel real. So I'm not even as excited about like, quest devices anymore just because they were quite disappointing in, ter- in terms of their immersiveness so i'm excited about pimix i'm excited about playstation vr2 because it, it makes like the, it brings the next level of immersion and i think i'm just getting a little bit tired of mobile looking vr games <laughs> if that makes okay. sense
0: i totally so, get it
1: yeah, and uh, Mixed Reality is uh, becoming a bigger part of it, you know, with, again, Quest Pro, with HTC Vive, XR Elite, and now we're getting this big player. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what they will do. Am I am, am I super excited about it just yet? Give me a little more. <laughs> Give me something more, and then I'll get excited about it because there's just too okay. much is happening to be excited about everything
0: okay yeah i must say i am still really excited about it because in my opinion when apple comes to the table here in xr so many more people will get involved with vr and xr so right now at this moment who's who's into vr it's mostly gamers right that's what we're doing right now we're gaming that's the main the main use case but when apple comes to the to to this industry many more people will simply get involved because they love Apple. They love whatever Apple does. And the beautiful thing is when Apple does something, you can be pretty sure that it is awesome. They're not simply like throwing something out just to get into it. They're throwing something out with the intention to rule. You know, that's what they always did. Like there were smartphones before the iPhone. I had several smartphones before the iPhone, but they were not great. And then uh, Apple came out with the iPhone and it was the device and actually all the other um, phone makers, they had to follow it. They had to match it. And, you know, that's what I'm also hoping for for the Apple headset, that more people will get into it, will we'll, we'll think about it for the first time because, hey, Apple, right? And then they are most probably going to set a super high standard for this mixed reality that others... Need to match. Like I just imagine right now that something like the this um, subpar pass through that the Quest Pro is giving us, I don't think that will be possible afterwards. So what I'm imagining right now is that this Apple device it will be able to do mixed reality, right, with with several cameras. And when you go into this mixed reality mode, and when you see your actual surrounding, I believe it will be really good. <laughs> you know. I, I simply think it's going to blow us away and it's simply going to set the standard. So I'm excited about it. Even though, yes, it is expensive and we, we're going to get into the details in a moment, but I'm excited about it.
1: So it sounds like you're oh. excited about what it's going to do to the industry.
0: To the industry, than, yes. Than yeah. about
1: the headset itself, because
0: the gaming
1: also. industry is pushing <laughs> VR forward and I don't think... Yeah. Apple will make
0: You're too right. big
1: of a difference in that, but it will bring more people into the field who will start getting interested in VR in general and start looking at what else is out there. So I agree with right. that. But but not it sounds like you know the actual headset could be like a symbol, a symbol of Apple. Could be a symbol. Of,
0: right. It could be a symbol and it's not going to be for gamers. It's not going to have Half-Life, Alex, and so on and so forth. They're going to have their own gaming experiences as well, but it's not that that kind of games that we're playing now, I believe. So, still, I'm also excited about the headset um, since I love hardware. I simply love this technology and getting a device that probably is going to push the whole industry forward in terms of um, mixed reality and in terms of display quality and all these things, of course. I'm excited about that too, Yeah, especially me, since I love hardware. Yeah, you know what? How about we simply go into the article about the article and simply find out what Mr. Gurman had to tell us here and what we learned from the article. So let's do this right now. And let's see. So, GSM Arena, Mark Gurman details Apple's Reality Pro headset. The headset is going to be called Apple Reality Pro. What do you think about the name? <laughs> yeah, We're going to go through this, <laughs> like, just like this. <laughs> uh,
1: another pro. We're
0: all pros here. <laughs> yeah. But, but I do believe that this pro is going to be more pro than the MetaQuest Pro. Anyways, it could be announced. If this is not at, Elite. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it could be announced at um, WWDC and launched in the US for $3,000 later this year. Wow. So this is a crazy price point. And yeah, as we learn from, from this price point, it is not meant for the mainstream. So this time... It's the Apple Reality Pro that's going to come out for 3000 And then later, they're supposed um, to come out um, another device, which is cheaper, called the Apple Reality One, which is supposed to cost $1,500. And that is o- only powered by that iPhone chips. So this one, the Apple Reality Pro, which costs 3000 be is, sub- is supposed to... To be powered by um, an M2 chipset, so their their desktop chips. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is not really for the mainstream, right? This is this is meant for um, super prosumers (laughs) who want to or hardcore Apple fans uh, and and prosumers who, yeah, developers who want to do something with it. Yeah,
1: honestly, only Apple could afford something like that to have enough exactly. release something so expensive that would only target a small group of people (laughs) even within their niche i mean even within their consumer base and they still will probably make profit out of this we'll see we'll see but only only them and and facebook probably could could afford to do something like that no
0: i don't i don't even think facebook could do something like this. I don't think the the Meta Pro is a huge success, you know. But I do think that Apple can put out this three thousand dollar device, and they can still make it uh, like a product that is desirable, because probably this is even not going to be so available. You know, it's first of all it's supposed okay. to only launch in the US, so all rest of the world no chance. And then um, other reports say that they are simply they don't even. Um, try to to sell so many. It's supposed to probably sell uh, one device per store per day. So it's like super small niche. And actually what they hope for, what this report also says, they are actually hoping that this device can bring people into the Apple stores where they try out the device and then actually they are buying something else. You know, it's some kind of like a, a way to lure the people into the Apple stores, show them all the good stuff Get them a bit excited for this once it gets cheaper, but sell them something else first. I yeah, think that's interesting. interesting. I think that is pretty interesting. <laughs> Anyways,
1: yeah, uh, I've got uh, the, I've got the lights going on again. Uh, it's it's interesting that they're also they're kind of making like a boutique style, right? So yes, it's expensive, but not everybody can get it. Like they're not trying to oversell. Yeah, that's it. typical. They're not yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. convince people like buy it. For totally, no, no, not they're at, like, not you're at not all. You're not good enough to get it.
0: <laughs> like, not, only not, the not good at all. And you know, you know what? Actually, that article, uh, that original article from Mr. Gurman, the tone of it was not at all hyping it up. It was not oh. at all like, okay, this is going to be the VR headset that is going to, yeah, finish all the other headsets. No, and um, the reason is supposed to be that Apple also actually does not want to overhype it. They want to set the expectations low. They make it sure that, okay, this device is. Honestly, only to get into the game and to show you what we can do, and they understand it's not for the mainstream. So they are setting expectations lower, and simply to not, um, yeah, to not disappoint people. And I think that is a smart thing to do. You know,
1: I didn't expect anything else from Apple.
0: Yeah, they are smart. They are really they're a smart, smart company. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's keep on going through the article. Apple aims to culminate a 7-year long project and the work of more than 1000 person 1000 people were working on this. The and project got is laid the f- off. <laughs> Nobody get laid off. <laughs> the project is the first new category for Apple since it launched the Apple Watch in 2015 and the company is taking a big financial gamble on its success. Of course. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the first new category and like oh my god, what a category it is.
0: It's a compl- it is unbelievable. Like, it, I
1: was also <laughs> thinking about like Apple Watch is great but how much was it, like six hundred dollars or something?
0: I don't know. Uh, I never had an released? Apple Watch.
1: Yeah, it's it was, it was not not more than a thousand dollars for sure. But I, this is yeah. like the the biggest projects. The, we are we are living in the Apple's
0: history, basically. We're <laughs> historic times for
1: VR, of course, and for Apple and we're too.
0: covering it on our channels and in this podcast. Isn't that beautiful? So <laughs> Reality Pro will be made of aluminum, glass, and cushions. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Sounds good already. German calls it reminiscent of Apple's AirPod Max. Okay, AirPod Max are these super expensive, canny headphones, right? So that is a design language that I would like. It will have a curved screen on the front (laughs) that can show the wearer's eyes. Now that is something I want to talk with you a bit longer. Isn't that wow. interesting? So you wear the device, probably. Probably you are supposed to even wear it in public, right? So why would they do that? Why would they project your eyes out to the public, uh, uh, out to um, to the device on yeah to, uh, on the outer area, right? Because I believe it is supposed to be able to be worn in a coffee shop. Like you're in a Starbucks, you put that thing on, and you're actually in see-through mode. So you see the the Starbucks or wherever you are around you. And yeah, for people, it will feel like they will understand that you actually can see them. Interesting, right? What are your thoughts about that?
1: You know how people now kind of feel... Self-conscious about using VR in public, or like, oh my god, yeah, I can't use it on a plane. People, what will people think? And then with this new headset, they'll show it off, they'll try to wear it they go. Like, I have a three yeah. thousand dollar <laughs> exactly, and Apple. you don't
0: have it, and you don't have it. Yeah. So
1: I like that, Honestly, I, I like switching. So. Because I like I wore it on my on a plane. I even made like a couple of videos about wearing Quest 2 on a plane. And some people are like,
0: oh, you're bold. It's so embarrassing.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you've never you will never see these people in your life and you're living in the future, like own that you live in the future. Like, why do you care what they think? So now I think it's going to change <laughs> people's perception of that.
0: Yeah, I'm just wondering if it's going to look strange and weird. You know, your eyes on that device. I don't know how good it will look. It has the chance to look creepy somehow, I think. Mm. Don't you I'm well, I'm sure Apple has a way to not make it creepy, but like just now how I how I imagine that it could look like, it feels a bit weird. Honestly this is my first my first impression when I, when i read that article and it said okay your eyes will be outside visible on the device so i'm not sure hmm. but
1: that will but that will make you feel like it, make others feel like you are present here i think it would yeah, be yeah, absolutely. Like someone think... sitting here like a cos <laughs> like you know like a like a cosmonaut just like in a in a okay. helmet completely okay. away and there are no controllers right there's I think no, with, no, control no with your hands or like with yeah. your phone. So it's still a little bit better, I think. But yeah, I'm sure that there were like dozens of people just working on the
0: design. I'm sure, I'm sure. And I, I could so. believe that, that that they nail it. But and the reason is that they're doing this is to, <clears throat> to show to people that, okay, this is not a technology that actually is just... Um, like um, isolating the person in there, but actually, that will help you to interact with your environment outside, right? Because it is a mixed reality device that allows you to see yeah. to see outside and just to in- inject some visual things into your field of view. So that's probably why they did it. And yeah, like GPS, might...
1: right? Like yeah. GPS, like you would have maps right there. I don't know if you can use it while driving, but maybe while walking oh, at no. least.
0: Yeah, it's just. Exactly, and well, that might encourage people to talk with you even when you wear it. So, because then they know, okay, this person actually can see you, right? So, I think it's yeah. interesting. I think it's something um, that's super interesting and actually completely new that, yeah, they will bring to the table here.
1: Uh, can I? Is there way <laughs> for me to show a picture in on here? I think I yes, think yes, yes.
0: You can do there it. Is? Also, like. I, yeah. So
1: I was playing with the, I was it's, it's a silly thing to to share, but uh, I was playing with Midjourney, you know the um, AI art yes. making piece, and of course I was playing with like VR tech, VR, yeah, you know, VR same and I the entire tech, and uh, <laughs> and actually one of the images that was generated was a VR headset where you can see her eyes, and I immediately cool. thought about Apple product because it's just it to like us. check this out here <laughs> isn't this like
0: okay apple,
1: you know where you can yeah. see my eyes i mean it's amazing
0: <laughs> wow wow mid-journey so, is unbelievable
1: so yeah so i was thinking yeah, like, actually okay, this... that
0: looks yeah actually that that would make sense that would make mm-hmm. more sense because then it's uh, it's it's death it's kind of death correct you know it, it's kind of um this like this it shows that the eyes are still where the eyes are supposed to be like in the headset not on top of it right yeah that would be crazy. yeah, gonna, be yeah exactly exactly oh that makes so much sense probably it is going to be something like this
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah oh wow so it's just a little inspiration from ai you're welcome uh <laughs> I can't leave it. <laughs> I it's don't cr- claim it's, anything. It's,
0: but it's I crazy it that cool. AI did this kind of picture. Wow. AI is such a huge topic, right? You could make a podcast just about AI, obviously. Yes. Nice. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay. I will stop sharing. Okay.
0: Now. Okay. Yeah. So now that makes sense again. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> they will, of course, do it like this. Yes. So no <laughs> Disney eyes. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Yep. So I'm looking forward to it. Now I'm looking forward to it. Okay. So... That's that. Um, It will have speakers on the sides and a headband to secure it on a user's head. Makes sense. Reality Pro will reportedly use a modified version of Apple's M2 processor and have a battery pack that's connected to the headset via a cable that the wearer will carry in his pocket. The battery is reportedly the size of two iPhone 14 Pro Max batteries stacked together and will last up to two hours. Okay, so... Also makes sense. They want to XR make the, inspired. Yeah, they want to make um, the headset as light as possible. So therefore, no battery in the device itself. But you carry it in a yeah. You carry this battery pack. In my opinion, it makes sense to do it like this, simply because they want to make it as light as possible. What are your thoughts yeah. about it?
1: Does this remind you of something? <laughs> We've talked um, about it. XR um, does the same thing. XR Elite.
0: Yeah, XR Elite. XR Elite. If you they're... don't use it with with a head strap, yes, exactly. But with a power bank, yep. It's yeah, their compact
1: sense. option it actually looks like inspired by the ideas from Apple because it's like glasses, right? It's a right. very small form factor, super light. No battery in the back in this case, just in your pocket. I mean, that's the way to go. Uh, it's the most portable way. Mm-hmm. to create a light headset so i'm not surprised that apple went for it not the most right. elegant way because you still have kind of like a cable in your pocket but i yeah. can i can totally agree that this is the best they could do to make the actual headset light stuff makes small.
0: sense magic leap also did it and still does it and mm-hmm. yeah it's okay yes. it works it works pretty well yes okay so let's keep on going The headset will differ from rival products like Meta's Quest Pro in a few key ways. It will have face and eye tracking, combine VR in a virtual environment and with AR, uh, have its own interface like the iPhone or iPad and serve as a video consumption device. Okay, here we have it. The most important thing that you can do with it is consume video to watch movies or as an external screen for Mac. So... Yep, that it makes sense to me. First of all, I totally see this right now as a great device to augment my um, MacBook, my, my MacBook Air. You know, that's what I believe right now. So I, I I take the my MacBook out in a coffee shop or whatever, and I put the thing on. And obviously all the Apple products, they, they, they work together they work together super well. So then probably I have my screen augmented. It's going to be huge or it's going to be more than one screen. And I can nicely work like this. So this is something that I'm actually looking forward to. You still have to use the Mac's mouse and keyboard to interact with it. But that also makes sense. Would you you use that?
1: Well, yeah, of course. But it's like the easiest (laughs) thing they could do. But it's yeah, of like course. it's already exists. So, so there are Nreal Air Unreal Air AR glasses. Uh, they can be connected to computer, they can be connected to your phone, they can be connected to your Steam Deck to play like games I know. wearing regular glasses. And but it's they not good. are not
0: I mean it's not it's not it's not <laughs> I would not work on it. You know, I I tried them all. And yes, it's good. I would probably I would probably play a video game with the Unreal mm-hmm. air glasses. Right? If I had a Steam Deck, absolutely, absolutely. But first of all, the FOV is very low for these headsets that we have right now. Probably it's like 45 mm. degrees. And yeah. it, is, it is not really so so nice um, in terms of like looking around, like the picture is not going to stay where it's supposed to stay. So you know what? Yes, it has been there before, just like smartphones have been there before the iPhone but it has not been nailed. You know, I, to- I totally believe when Apple comes out with this device, I will put it on and they nailed it in a way that I can really use it as a second screen, that I want to use it. You know, like also my Quest Pro, it also has this functionality and this is already better, but it's still not there. I don't want to use it. I don't want to use my Quest Pro to work. Right? Yeah, the, the, it's just not comfortable, the, right? It's, it's not comfortable, and the, the resolution is not good enough, and so on and so forth. Yeah, but for Apple, which has this two 4K displays and OLED, right? And I'm 100% mm-hmm. sure they're going to get everything right. I'm sure that for the first time, I actually want to use this to augment my actual screen.
1: Well, it 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 needs to be seamless, right? It needs to be easy. If it's right. a hassle to put it together and to make it work, then it's not going to work. And I think that's also the reason why Quest Pro is kind of lacking. Just, it just takes time to set it up as well. But uh, yeah, come on, just pretend that you're also critical about it. Like, we'll see <laughs> if I will like it. Don't just yeah. say that you will love it so much. How do you know? Uh, like,
0: but you know, be what, critical, you know what? I cynical. was, I was. I was, I was the most critical person of Apple for so long because I was always the Android guy and PC because it's good and it's cheap, right? And therefore, I totally disregarded Apple because it was too expensive for me. But then I was converted because I actually um, bought one, the MacBook Air that I'm on right now, and it really has converted me everything is so nice and so beautiful and works together so well with my iPad that I also have now. It's uh it's, it's so nice. And, and there, and that's yeah. why they get, they have converted me, <laughs> you know, and so they yeah. managed to their do re- it.
1: Their reputation is working for themselves now yeah. because there are these high expectations and a lot of faith in that. Um, So let let's just hope that they're going to deliver that. But yeah, in terms of the screens, of of course we would use it. But that's like uh, they already have built this ecosystem. It would be stupid if they had said that cost three thousand dollars can't do it. If anything, I would expect them to release a cheaper version of this of these glasses Mm. that would just do the external like a screen, like a no kind of like the Unreal just for that purpose. Because why not? People the can Apple
0: work
1: Reality remotely.
0: Pro. Yeah. The, the $1500 so. $1, one that's going to come later. Right? So, so. they will do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. So also uh, watching movies is one of the main, main things that you sh- are supposed to do with it. it. Makes so much sense, right? They have Apple TV and, and they are going to have all the streaming um, platforms there, like Disney Plus and so on and so forth. And yeah. Movie watching works well already now, already with with the headsets that we're using, right? That works well, but if it's like so small and nice, it could even be better. Anyways, Mm -hmm. let's keep on reading about the device. The Reality Pro will have several external cameras to track your hands and sensors inside to keep track of users' eyes. This means the headset will know where you're looking and allow you to interact with the iPhone-like 3D interface, internally called XROS, by pinching with your thumb and index finger. This means that Apple Reality Pro will not require physical hand controllers like other headsets to work. So this, this is basically the thing that you loved about the PSVR 2. Right, you looked at something, and then you click the button, and then you chose it. Here with the Apple headset, it's going to be exactly the same. So you look at something, and then to interact with it, you use your thumb and your index finger. That nice. is
1: That is cool. That's very cool. That that, is, that,
0: that's that's
1: yeah. all headsets that support eye tracking must use this because why not? You already have the technology. Yeah. Like, just yeah. So yeah, this is this is really cool. I imagine and,
0: this to be fantastic as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm yeah right so yeah great let's keep on going or did you have did you want to add something to this part
1: oh i mean no i that because that totally justifies the no no controller no controller right you don't like actually move, like move it right you don't create your um, um like a laser pointer with your hand and that kind of takes off the responsibility from hand tracking a little bit. It doesn't have to be even that precise, uh, but the eye tracking does. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, You're I, right.
0: that's all. The Reality Pro will have a digital crown like the Apple Watch that will switch between VR and AR. Interesting. Gurman says that when switching from VR to AR, the fully immersed environment will fade back and will become surrounded by the user's real environment German reports mm-hmm. that Apple expects this to be the highlight of reality pro okay so you have that yeah that little crown mm-hmm. that you can that you can switch and then probably um, yeah the virtual reality will become real reality
1: yeah like a physical physical dial
0: basically a physical it. dial a physical dial
1: I think it's interesting because it puts you, like, in full and immediate control of your environment. So, like, yeah. even in Quest, I mean, you still kind of do this. So, it's, it's also quickly quick enough to switch. Um, but I think, like, the physical die just make it so... It's guaranteed. Like, it's not going to malfunction. So, you can be yeah. in your real world at any point of time. But interesting. It- interesting that they call it the highlight. The the fact that <laughs> yeah. you can switch. Like I was that.
0: also thinking it like this is supposed <laughs> to be the highlight. Hmm. So <laughs> you, you you have that you have you have that uh, that that thing that digital crown, and what I suppose is that it's not going to be like binary. It's not going to be on and off. Probably there's going to be. Uh, yeah, uh, some layers that you slowly can fade in the real world. Like, okay, I don't want to be, um. I want. don't want to see everything but, okay, I just want to see a bit to, to grab my my beverage or whatever and then if you want to see more, then you turn it more and then you see more of your environment. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be like it is on the other headset where it's like, okay, either it's fully virtual or it's fully augmented but mm-hmm. that's what we're going to see. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. For example, twenty percent opacity in the real world. Exactly, laser Rob. That—that's what I imagine right now. But by having but, this crown, right?
1: How can you see? But will you be able to see both? It's just going to be two worlds, like layered. It can be like a hot oh, no. mess it, if you look yeah, at it. It, <laughs> I don't it know. could be. <laughs>
0: hmm. Yeah. Let's see. So let's keep on going. And now we're getting to to what we're going to do with it. Next up is FaceTime. Um. Reality Pro will be able to realistically render a person's face and full body in a virtual environment. Now now that is truly exciting. Mm. That way mm. two two people can have a conversation in VR that feels closer to reality than Meta's cartoonish rendition. However, due to the sheer processing power requirements when holding a FaceTime call with more than two people, Reality Pro will display all users as memoji. <laughs> oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> and there's a very creepy uh, picture.
0: <laughs> like, like what?
1: I mean, look at, I mean, look at this picture. It's, it's creepy. Uh, uh, it's a person with a human body and the, and the silly emoji. Uh,
0: you see? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. That looks super funny, though. That looks super funny.
1: So I will okay. tell you this. I've tried something like this on Quest. Believe it or not, there is an app okay. that can uh, that can, you, you can use your phone basically to scan your full your face and your full body. Okay. And then inside the VR headset, you can see this like real video of, uh, of whoever you're talking to. It's like, it's 2D. So it's not stereoscopic, but, but it's in real time. So I was talking to okay. the creator of the app and I could see what he was wearing. I could see that he was moving. I didn't even believe it for some like, are you like live? <laughs> He's like, yeah, this is my jacket. And he, like, lifted, you know, his, his arms and his legs. And, and he described what I was, you know, like, wearing at the time because he could see me. So it was really strange. And I didn't know that you could do it. But something like this exists even on Quest, but it was very low quality. Okay. Um, if it exists on low quality in Quest, it probably exists on high quality on Apple. So <laughs> I can totally believe that it'll, it'll work well.
0: Because it already you works. Know- yeah. It's it's interesting to have this to to be able to meet somebody in VR and the person will look just like real. That is yeah. exciting. I know that I know that Meta also works on these avatars which look super realistic, but that always seem to be very far away, especially if you see the reality of what these avatars look look, look like right now. I already like uh, meeting somebody in VR with the Quest Pro when when everything is turned on. Right, the fa- mm-hmm. the the facial scanning and so, because it does add so much to it, in my opinion, it is so good. But now having like the actual faces rendered in 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 VR and having it n- not look uncanny, because that's always the problem normally with this kind of stuff, that could be a real great breakthrough for this technology for um, yeah for meeting in VR. I just hope it would be better. F- it would be working with more than two people, though. You know,
1: I I wonder if they found some kind of a way to make it like cross uh, compatible, like with if I have this headset, but if for example, like my mom only has an iPhone, if if she if there is a way for her to like scan, you know, herself and it appears in VR for me, something like that, like that would be cool. Right. but i don't think right. so i think everybody needs to have a uh, the headset mm-hmm. <laughs> well how is it possible like it's so expensive <laughs> it's never going to be like a social app let's buy this $3000 headset and hang out in vr <laughs> yeah Somehow. you know
0: right now right now it is like this but this is the fir- only the first headset they said the second one reality one is going to cost like $1500 and $1500 is the price of a maxed-out iPhone iPhone Pro, right? Or how, how is it called? Mm-hmm. iPhone Max? I'm not an iPhone user yet. <laughs> not yet. They didn't get me with that yet. But <laughs> also, probably this is going to happen. You know, so, so iPhones, they cost this kind of money. But if people see that they can meet others in VR and it looks as if they are standing next to each other and the rendering is so amazingly uh, realistic that making phone calls or or video phone calls doesn't make sense anymore. Yes, I do believe that people will buy $1,500 Apple reality ones and many, much more than people buy the Quest Pro right now. Don't you Mm. think?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah again, it's, it all comes back to the ecosystem, right? So people already have the ecosystem of Apple products. If uh, the new headset will kind of extend their possibilities uh, and it all works seamlessly together um, and you know expands their experiences and, and things that they can do in, in this Apple ecosystem, then yeah, they will keep investing in it, which is my God genius yeah. <laughs> genius marketing and, and and just the the world that they created
0: yes so bo wow. let's let's keep on going in the in the article um, here we are so users will be able to use reality pro as an external monitor for a Mac okay we talked about this in this mode users will see the display in virtual reality but still use their computer's touchpad or mouse and physical keyboard. Yeah, we talked about it. It makes sense, right? So you're sitting in front of your current MacBook Air or whatever, and you still use it with your keyboard and mouse, but you simply see more screens. Yes, why not? (laughs) Reality, Reality Pro will be able to simulate watching a movie on a giant theater screen in a completely simulated environment like in space or a desert. But Reality Pro will require you to wear AirPods, in order to get spatial audio, okay, interesting. So, yeah, being able to watch movies in virtual theaters, like in space or in a desert. <laughs> honestly, this doesn't shock us. Yeah, we are VR enthusiasts. We've done it already in big screen and other apps. Yeah, yeah, not so exciting for us. But I think for those people, for most people, have no idea about VR, right? Those who, uh, yeah, who who are not enthusiasts like us. And they will get in touch with this for the first time in their lives when they go to that Apple store. And probably it's going to blow them away that they're going to sit in a virtual um, cinema. Right? But do you
1: think that there are going to be... People buying this headset will be people who have never used VR before? Yeah.
0: It just seems I, like weird because... See, yes, it, I could see that. F-
1: the first headset... Being this expensive for someone who has no idea that you could watch movies in VR before
0: Apple fans, Mm. like hardcore Apple fans, I think I really think so. Probably people have rich, rich (laughs) hardcore (laughs) fans. Yes, exactly. Um, Yeah, They, they they have heard that other companies do it, like this Oculus, but they always saw it as some gaming thing, which it is, right? So now, since and then they think, okay, Apple does it. It means something. And then they go to buy it. And then they will think like, wow, what? You can watch movies in this virtual cinema. And they will tell their friends about it. And they will think it's unbelievable, this innovation. Apple has invented VR. You know, it was like this with the iPhone.
1: And their friends will be like, watch MRTV, watch disco VR. They've been talking <laughs> yeah. about
0: this for years. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They already so, have so many subscribers, so yes, they know this stuff. <laughs> yes. So,
1: in your opinion, what do you think is the main reason that drives? I mean, out aside from the fact that they want to make it maybe exclusive, and you know, what would be the features that drive the price this high most? Because it's not so the cinema thing.
0: So first of all, um, with this price. $3000 apple is not supposed to make any money on it that's that's what the article says the device will cost $3000 and they're not going to make money on it so it is it is expensive so what is expensive obviously it was expensive to pay 1000 um, apple engineers for 7 years <laughs> so so the development was incredibly expensive then putting all this crazy tech into this super little form factor, obviously, um, yeah, this is this is crazy. Um, the M2 chips is uh, the, the, their latest chips. They are expensive, and um, yeah, all everything together. The long development phase, uh, the the, the um, yeah, the production lines that they have to build specifically for this because they couldn't use other ones everything comes together, mm-hmm. everything is high-end, right? They're not using, they're not, they're not even trying for this first device to get it to an acceptable price point for consumers, right? They, they simply want to show the world what, what is their vision of this technology and they want to make it as good as possible because they have this reputation that when Apple does something, they do it right. And therefore, they're not going for this good price. They're not trying to to be uh, the, to to join this race to the bottom, right? Like the Quest devices, like the Quest Two and the Quest Three. So it makes mm-hmm. it, it all makes sense in my opinion.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then well, for the next one, for the Apple Reality One that costs thousand five hundred dollars, the one that's like the the iPhone price, that is the device that I believe is meant to be bought by most of us.
1: We'll get yeah. both. You know, our <laughs> yeah, we will get, enough. we will
0: get, obviously, we will get both. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um,
1: buy both. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's gonna be an expensive <laughs>
0: year. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. is. So, let's keep on reading. We're nearly finished. Apple is set to be readying an in store environment for users to try Reality Pro in its Apple stores. Yes. German says mm. Apple is taking a long-term approach to Reality Pro and does not expect a profit from the first-gen product, even at mm-hmm. its high price tag. Yep, that's the article. So we went through the whole article. Yes, we did it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there are some lots of new things that were unveiled. It definitely feels feels more tangible now. Uh, I want to see trailers i want to see demos i'm tired of reading articles that show or something we really looking forward yeah, to
0: it of course of course it's it's going to be huge and it's going to get so much interest from from the world obviously right so yep i'm excited about this year this year is going to be so exciting you know i'm even excited about the quest 3 really honestly excited you know, my excitement for the Quest 2, it was kind of killed because of this forced Facebook login, but this is gone now. So I'm honestly excited about the Quest 3 because it is going to be amazing, I think, I believe, because Meta does good things. So, and it's going to be a headset that people will buy. Lots of people will buy. So excited. You have the same feeling yeah. about it?
1: Hopefully they are, like with this headset, they are, they are focusing on gaming this time. So it's not going they to will, be the sure. mystery mystery headset that was in the box for a year, and everybody expected a high end gaming headset, and it ended up being something completely different. Uh, exactly. With it just being Quest yeah. Three and not a new line of a product, people know what to expect. They just expect it done better. So yeah, it's definitely something to be excited about.
0: Exactly. What a year. What a crazy year. But most of my excitement right now is actually about PlayStation VR 2. <laughs> no question. <laughs> and I think, I think most of us feel like this. Hmm. Have you already ordered the, the device?
1: I have pre-ordered it as soon as I could. And actually, yeah, same here. Uh, it was when we were receiving these emails, right? The email invitations to pre-order. Right. You had to register first, and then you had to wait. At some point, you'd get the email. Nobody really knows when, you know, exactly we'll receive them because I think the delivery window is between February 22nd and 28. So some people may receive it on day one. Some people may receive it a week later. So it's gonna oh, be no. like a...
0: one week, a very long week if you don't receive it, right? Like all yes. the content creators have played all the games and here you are <laughs> one week later. Hello, I'm going to stream horizon now. <laughs> like in all the end, like, no, yeah, but in, in the end it's it not gonna
1: matter. Yeah, no, but it's not gonna matter in the end because people who are it will get it and new games will be coming out. So yes, it's it's very important to kind of give this initial like reaction to right. it and it's so fresh and new but in the end you know we will all be enjoying it and making content about it so
0: yeah <laughs> yeah very of excited yeah i've ordered it obviously when i was still in germany so it's going to go to germany and i'm now in taiwan so that sucks <gasps> so uh, i'm now finding really? out yeah, i'm going to buy it, i'm going to buy it here as well so i'll have two playstation vr 2s yeah i'm i'm wow. investing in this yes yes so i'm going to buy another one here and i'm currently trying i'm currently finding out like how to how to get it it's going to come out here as well on the 22nd so i will also have it but i'm not sure if they're mm-hmm. going to send it or if i can go to the store and get it i hope i can simply go to the store that would be that would be much safer so let's see yes Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God, I'm so excited about it. Anyways, the next topic, our last topic for today, we're going to go through the lineup and we're going to find out what games excite us and yeah, which games are simply going to come out for the device. So let's simply do that now. Games, PlayStation VR 2, let me click on it. And here we are, Escape into a World that Feel Truly Real as virtual reality gaming takes a huge generational leap forward. Yes. So, let's start with Horizon, Call of the Mountain. Obviously, that is the one that we all look forward to. So, actually... I have only bought Horizon uh, for PlayStation, like the the flat titles, and I've only played like one hour into it. And then I felt like, okay, this is one of the titles that you have to play for so long in order to enjoy <laughs> it. I don't really have the time to do it. And uh, probably it's terrible, but you know what? Actually, now I don't feel like it because I'm happy to to um, experience to experience this um, Horizon world for the first time in VR. Mm. <laughs> and you and you already did it. So wh- how excited are you about Horizon Call of the Mountain?
1: I'm really excited about it. I feel like this is the first game probably in a while that I'm this excited about in VR. Because again, you know, we've been covering so many like quest games and games that were kind of uh, like mini versions, you um, um yeah like i said i am really into like this i need these bigger titles big productions and that's exactly what horizon is this is something that makes it feel complete and uh, and and large like it, it's not going yeah. to be a complete open world like in the original horizon but uh, but just the visuals the gameplay it the looks story, so good it looks so it's colorful amazing it's beautiful oh, yeah. It's, and you're in and, it, like, and you're in it, and, and you're interacting with things. Um I actually also haven't really played it because I made a mistake back when I had a little more time. I thought, well, I need to finish Skyrim first before I start Horizon. Little did I know how long it would take me to finish Skyrim, and I never actually got to it, and now I probably will save my time to play the VR version first. Exactly, it's uh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. So, yeah, you saw the bow, you know, that you were using yeah. the, the bow. It was really cool how it worked in VR because unlike in many of the flat screen games, you know, where you have the little cross that uh, basically shows where the arrow will go. You don't have any assist like that. You literally, mm-hmm. it's very physical. You literally have to... Uh, guess or feel guess, it or yeah, understand yeah, or understand the
0: weapon. Come okay, up like, hit yeah, me. like remember hit me with this I love
1: it. <laughs> yeah, like you, you are, uh you know, finding the best position of your hands to to be more precise, and you're you're teaching yourself how to shoot a bow. It's it's really really cool.
0: Wow, I'm so looking forward to this one, and just like you said, finally a real triple A game, like not anymore these little mobile game experiences. I know they are great ones, and they are great mobile games, absolutely, but. This is what we've been waiting for. This, this huge, um, yeah, this huge games that give you so much more graphical details and so much more excitement about it. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is actually also what I'm excited about about PlayStation VR. That I'm going to play more of these triple A games, hopefully. Well, we don't see so many actually right? for this, for this launch, but some, some are there and we're going to go through it. Then next one, Firewall, Firewall Ultra. Yes, give it to me. I'm also super excited about it. So lots of people <laughs> played Firewall, the PSVR, for hours and hours, and they did nothing else than play Firewall. And now we're going to get Firewall Ultra for the PSVR two only on playstation vr 2 first content entertainment what are your mm. thoughts is that something that you are looking forward to play
1: um i've never never played this before to be honest uh, i don't know okay. much about it so I, I couldn't say much but the fact that it was made you said ex- like exclusively right for playstation vr 2 yeah
0: that
1: that right. alone is enough to make me excited like i made the entire okay. video just about you know the games that are worth getting on day one uh, that would take the most advantage out of this system so not just Makes ports sense. but things that would leverage the features that we get from from playstation vr2 like eye tracking um um uh, obviously forced feedback and rumble of the headset so if it's made for this console then um it, it, it's very promising because I I know I know for sure it's going to be very unique to these features.
0: Yep, I'm looking so much forward to this. So it's a tactical shooter like um, two teams you play against other players, and the first part was super fun. Very much looking forward to uh, to this to, to Firewall Ultra. Yeah, then. Let's go to the next one. And the next one that they're showing here is Resident Evil Village, Resident Evil 8. So I must honestly tell you out there, I am not a big fan of horror (laughs) because this is simply too immersive, you know, like VR is simply too immersive for me. And that's why... This is not for me, but I've heard amazing things about this game in terms of the graphical fidelity. It is supposed to be a beautiful game. Um, have you had the chance to try it, or and how's your feeling about um, horror games?
1: Uh, same as you, Sebastian. <laughs> okay,
0: it is. It, it's too immersive, right?
1: I, I, yeah, but with this one, I feel like I'll have to uh, because same here. this game is on on par with. The horizon like with the with the graphical fidelity and with a uh the ways that you'll be able to interact with the world it's kind of on the same level and i think the only reason why they didn't demo it on ces is because it's too intense for many people uh <laughs> not many people who want to try a horror game is their first year experience so that's why they demoed horizon right. but it is that it is going to be that great um and a lot of time went into the development of this mod, so I feel like I have to try it. Like I, I don't of think course. I can afford. You
0: know, the, the same the same for me. Even though I'm really, unfortunately, afraid <laughs> of, of horror. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm also going to do it. I'm also going to play it. Um, probably this is going to be the shortest stream ever. <laughs> that I, that I did. <laughs> but, but I yeah. still. I still want to do it, and I still will play it. So I heard that Resident Evil Eight is not as bad as Resident Evil Seven. Resident Evil Seven was this was really evil, right? It was it really wanted to get you like psychologically, and this is supposed not to be as terrible as Resident Evil Seven. So at least, yeah, yeah cool.
1: Based yeah. on trailers, it kind of looked like a horror thriller rather than
0: okay just probably less. that's better
1: <laughs> so, yeah. because it's it's very cinematic you know with those with those creatures with those undead people yeah. it's it's kind of like uh yeah like a thriller rather than just horror and that's it
0: okay that's better also the good thing is like when you're streaming you're not so alone and probably the audience can uh yeah t- can can uh, Distract you from the terrible things that are happening in, happening in front of you. <laughs> we'll see, laugh yeah, at
1: you and make you feel bad about. Yeah, that's it, for like sure. That's for are. sure. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, let's go on. So, what are they showing next? We're not going to go through all the games, right? Because mm-hmm. they, there's lots of uh, games that we know already. But, anyways, is, so, is there
1: anything that you are most excited about from this list? Maybe, um, if you from, want from to from this list, go. Yeah, actually,
0: <laughs> it truly, it truly is Horizon Call of the Mountain. Um uh, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge not really because we've seen it before but honestly like there's going to be lots of people who use this as their first VR headset and then they will mm-hmm. be happy to have all the games there right that we already played like Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge is a good game right it's not and, like like wow but it's, sim- it's pretty amazing Yeah and for people and for people, for for people
1: yes it's going to be a recognizable title for them so Exactly Star It'll Wars, be more eh? engaged to. They'll be more excited to kind of try something that they know, like, oh, my God, this is my favorite, you know, my favorite. Exactly.
0: Uh, IP, uh, in general.
1: Oh, is that No Man's Sky?
0: Oh, here it is. No Man's go. Sky. <laughs> yeah, No Man's <laughs> Sky, probably, this. it's a game where you can spend most of your time in if you want. You only need this game. But mm-hmm. this is not my thing, you know. I, I'm i not a guy who can who wants to be in these games, like, for so many hours because I simply don't have the time. Right? But so, did you
1: end up trying it when no, we were no. talking about it? You never, no, 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 never I, didn't. I never,
0: <laughs> Now, now is the perfect ch- chance for me to try it, but it's going to be tough to s- spend so much time in it.
1: I think that you should try just even even if you do, do it once to see
0: of, what that's it for feels sure. like.
1: Because that's for sure. So it starts when you're on this planet and you need to repair your spaceship. You know, get the fuel, change like a few things. It basically teaches you how to gather resources and how to craft your stuff. And then when you fix it, then you launch into space. And for the first time, you see this vast universe with different planets with just the most amazing graphics you've ever seen. And because it was remade for PlayStation VR 2, I cannot wait to see it. Even Mm -hmm. if you don't spend like hours and hours in it, you can go into like adventure mode or creative mode where you just explore you don't even have to do anything right. you can just fly around from a planet to a planet because they're I all know. procedurally generated and they're all so different and unique and the creatures on the planets are unique so it's it's one of the most immersive games honestly um
0: it's i heard just, great it's, stuff it's, about it
1: it's worth just to even explore like you don't have to spend hours into building stuff you can be an explorer it's literally one of the mods on the game
0: right right and the beautiful thing is also that you can play it with your friends right so you can explore the world together which always is fantastic yeah it's an interesting
1: fact about that game is it wasn't it wasn't designed to be a multiplayer game
0: the developers
1: have a very clear vision of this game being a solo experience, that you are right. alone in this universe and you're making making something there. Like either you're an explorer or you're an adventure or something, but you're supposed to be like a sole explorer. But the community wanted the multiplayer so much, they just gave it to them and you're cool. people are happy.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, what, what are the games that, that you are looking for then? Yeah,
1: actually that was the one (laughs) that that was that was my choice like (laughs) no man's sky is the one that i wanted to see because i love that game and i tried it on just playstation vr and honestly it's just one of those games that is not working very well for the the visuals on the original playstation because it looks things still look good if they're close to you but the world is so big in no Man's sky that everything that's far away is too blurry and fuzzy you, it just kind of breaks that immersion like graphics and uh the world like the perception of the world is a big part of it for me so if it's a if, if the quality is bad uh, I can't like enjoy it that much so I'm looking forward to it in PlayStation VR2 because I'll finally be fully immersed in it
0: Okay, great. Um, yeah, other other notable games is for for sure Gran Turismo 7. Yeah, this is also a game that people can spend their whole life in to try out all the cars and all the tracks and well, it's updated at no extra cost if you already have um, GT7. So, this was also one of the big announcements actually. Right? So, so that is great. For sure. What are your thoughts about that?
1: Uh I will uh, <laughs> I will try it because I already have a steering wheel from PlayStation. Oh perfect. That, that I can connect it to it and and try it and I'm sure it's still going to work even though it's a pretty old one. Um I'm a little bit concerned about how they approached motion and cyber sickness in this game. Okay. Um that's the only reason why I don't like necessarily recommend this game as a starter, even though I don't know, maybe they nailed it. Maybe people will be absolutely comfortable in it right away. But from my oh. experience, um racing games is not my favorite genre in VR, sadly. Because I oh, think really? that it has a lot of potential. But I will try it. I'll give it a try, see if um
0: okay.
1: if the quality changes, but it's could yeah, could see. be tough. Could be tough
0: but 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 actually normally like cockpit games are kind of good because you have this uh, frame of reference right the cockpit that doesn't move and normally it should be okay if it's not too wild what is going on there in vr yeah who knows who knows yeah let's let's just have a look at the rest here um moss and moss book 2 are, are also Wow, like probably perfect titles to check out in the beginning, right? Because that's not going to be hard on your stomach, and it's so incredibly beautiful, fantastic, Mm -hmm. right? Right, Cities VR. I have not played it unfortunately, but Mm. I've heard good things about it as well. Like um, some city building, um, SimCity kind of game.
1: Yeah, it is, and it's way more complex compared to say little cities it's it really has all the little elements you know the economy of the city the education demographics so you control everything just like Mm -hmm. in the uh, pc version i know that the one change they did to the pc uh, psvr2 version of the game is that now you get to actually go go to this like a street mode in that city that you built and you can literally walk the streets of your right. own city it's not something cool. you could do you could do on quest. Um, I don't know if they will add that update to quest or you know to other platforms but this is something coming to um, um, PlayStation VR too
0: okay great yeah Jurassic world aftermath collection yes um, I did play it I played the first part and it's all right but not my type of game. You know, hiding from the dinosaurs and stuff. Seems like I'm not a very patient person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, have it's you heard okay. of this Switchback?
0: Yes. Yes. This is actually something that I would be excited about, but now it's not coming out in the in the beginning, right? I think they have already <sighs> okay, delayed. Delayed. Yeah. Unfortunately.
1: And Demio and Zenith, uh, both of them are multiplayer right. games that are pretty right. fun.
0: After the um, fall absolutely yeah. as well right so yeah pistol That's whip is one of liner. my pistol whip is one of my favorite games of all time in VR actually so fantastic rhythm shooter so yeah mm-hmm. there's actually there's I think for for people um, who get into VR for the first time it's fantastic you know it has like uh, fan favorites that we all love. Also like Beat Saber is going to be there, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they will have a great time to play. For For us who already know many games, there's also some new stuff that we will be all over, right? Like Horizon called the Mountain and Firewall Ultra and some other things. Um, so I also think for for us, there's enough stuff to keep us busy until new titles come.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Right?
1: I, I, I'm I'm a little concerned. You know, I think that games like Horizon will, will, will not be coming very often. We'll get once every yeah, year if we're lucky. That's a question. Because it takes that's so much time.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. So I totally agree. We're going to we're
1: I, gonna have to enjoy.
0: Yeah. The, I still hope that there's going to be more. I think that Sony could give us a much better lineup, like, for example, Uncharted VR or Killzone VR, right? They have so many cool IPs that they did not bring now to the launch. So there's still Mm -hmm. lots of possibilities. Um, So hopefully that's going to happen. can
1: I just say, Hogwarts Legacy, the Harry Potter (laughs) game, Right. why the heck is it not in VR? Like, can someone explain to me why (laughs) the best ever open world... Hogwarts simulator game is not... I I can't play it in VR. Like I don't understand. (laughs) Just give it to me. I want it so bad. That would be a perfect one.
0: Hopefully. Yeah, so many titles that could come. But the great thing is for old titles, there's still PC VR and there's still going to be the hacking and modding scene that will give us all that goodness probably, right? So... Yep, I'm a mm-hmm. fan of many different platforms. Anyways, Tatiana, we've already been speaking about VR for more than two hours now, and two hours is normally uh, good enough. <laughs> yeah, so let's yeah. get to an end. Thank you so much for uh, talking yeah. with me so early.
1: <laughs> it's already, yeah. it's, so it's already like not even that early. It's, it's We started early in the morning and now it's yeah, like, right. like, brunch time.
0: Yep. Perfect. And for me now, <laughs> it's now midnight. Also really great to, to to slowly get into bed mode. So, yep. Thanks for being here with me. And also thanks to all of you out there who who joined us, even though the time has changed. We're still 143 people, which is amazing. So thank you so much for joining us. Give it a thumbs up right now. If you enjoyed this episode of the Next Dimension podcast, do leave a comment as well. To tell the algorithm, yes, you do want two-hour shows here on MRTV, and that more people can find it. That would be amazing. And the best thing that you can do right now: get out your iPhone or your iPad, find the podcast app that is pre-installed there, find the Next Dimension podcast, and give us a five-star review. That would be really the best way to say thank you for giving us this podcast. That would be cool. And Do let us know in the comment section what you think about the Apple Reality Pro. Let us know what you think about the PSVR lineup. Are you excited about it? Less than a month. And then we're most probably all going to have it. (laughs) That's (laughs) everything. Yeah, exactly. That's everything that we got for this week. Thanks so much for listening and watching. Until next week. Until then. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.